Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Peaceful Body Podcast. My name is Inez Bai and as you know, I am the host as well as a health and mindset coach for those of you that want to experience freedom around food, tap into your intuition, live a life in alignment with your values and basically just live your healthiest, most thriving, most confident life. I have always introduced myself as a health and mindset coach for women, but I've struggled with kind of categorizing myself in this context because shout out to the listener who sent me a message the other day saying you should also work with the gays like the gay men and I was like you know what I am absolutely so open to working with any kind of gender at all and I think when you work with business coaches they're always telling you to niche down and be really specific and obviously body image with women is a huge issue and I speak to so many women every single week every single day every single month that are struggling with and have struggled with their body image and relationship with food and being stuck in this cycle of fearing weight gain. But I'm so aware that there are so many other populations that also struggle with body image and that it isn't necessarily a gendered issue. And having worked as a coach in the fitness industry since 2013, so that's seven years now, I have worked with a variety of clients. And you've probably heard me talk about the clients that I've worked with before. I used to work with actually a lot of men when I was working as a face-to-face personal trainer and I worked with the men that didn't really want to be these big like macho men that were really obsessed with like becoming a <laughs> a meathead, I guess. It's not a very nice way to describe it, but I worked with men that just wanted to live a healthy lifestyle, that wanted to feel good within their body, that wanted to just set up a routine and exercise in a way that made them feel good. So I want to really just like welcome anyone in here that is, you know, whether you're a male or female or non-binary, anything in between, you are so welcome here. And I really want to ensure that I'm being as inclusive as possible with this podcast because if you're here and you're listening to this then you are here for a reason and what's meant to land for you is going to land so welcome everyone how are you doing how is your day I have had a really good week so far I have been doing literally all of the self-care and I always used to put self-care off right obviously self-care is important and We need to make sure we have a mixture of doing like the self-inquiry and the self-love and all of the different aspects, which I'll explain what they actually mean. But this week I've been doing a lot of self-care and I used to always put this off. Like, you know, I'll get the massage when I've hit that certain weight goal or I don't deserve to have an early, I like, I don't deserve to have a sleep in because I, you know, need to go to the gym and make sure that I don't gain weight. And all of these really twisted, disordered thoughts where I constantly felt like I need to earn self-care rather than the approach that I have now and the way that I coach my clients is if you give back to yourself first think about how much more productive how much more quality the work is that you're going to do and how much more you're going to be able to offer to your friends and family and colleagues and whoever else that you're around so this week I have been doing like I said all of the self-care on Monday I got a massage on Tuesday I went and had acupuncture yesterday I went for a swim in the freezing cold water I've actually been for a couple of swims during winter and it's not felt that cold but yesterday oh my god it was so cold but as I said in this week's earlier podcast I'm all about bracing myself for the uncomfortable and getting comfortable with it because then when something does happen that's uncomfortable I feel like I've had more experience to deal with it and that's kind of the whole idea behind having cold showers or doing those cold ice baths that you see it's helping you to practice manage your emotions and manage your state 
in those situations that are really uncomfortable so that when you are faced with a challenge, you have more capacity to deal with it. So after I went for a swim, I went and did an infrared sauna, which was so soothing and I just loved it. And as I said, I had the best sleep last night. And then today I've just had given myself a juicy little sleep in. And then tomorrow I'm going to get my hair done, which I'm super excited about because obviously with COVID and everything else that's been happening, it's I've not had my hair done in ages, not since the start of this year. So I'm really looking forward to that as well. And all of these activities that I've just listed off are obviously like activities. They're self-care things. You're investing in yourself. You're actively going somewhere and doing something. And something I often speak about to my clients is there's the act of giving yourself the activity, right? Like I'm going to get the massage, I'm going to get acupuncture, but then it's also really important. And this is where the self-love and the awareness piece and the acceptance piece comes in to be able to receive that because it's obviously not going to be that nourishing and helpful if you go and do that self-care activity. But the whole time you're sitting there thinking, I shouldn't have done this or, you know, I'm busy and I've got to do this to-do list and I've got to call this person and, you know, I'm, I'm busy or whatever right because you have to really set the intention that I'm going to do this self-care activity and I'm going to really allow myself to receive it and be fully present in the moment and of course it's normal for thoughts and feelings and whatever to come up but this is where you can practice your emotional intelligence like noticing that thought and deciding whether or not you want to give it energy or whether you want to go down that rabbit hole of whatever it is and I will say very often when I am doing like acupuncture and I'm actually giving myself a moment to chill out and just not do anything because during the day I'm talking to clients, I'm creating content, I'm listening to podcasts, I'm reading books. Like there's a lot of things that I'm doing all the time because I love to do multiple things at once and I love to learn and I love to serve my clients. So to have these moments when I'm really literally doing nothing, like if you've never had acupuncture before, you basically just go in, they put a few pins in your body, depending on what you're going in there for. And then you just lay there for like 45 minutes doing nothing. Like you can't move. I, you could listen, like I have listened to a podcast in the past, but I kind of create the space and set the intention that I want to go and just like be in solace and have time to go within and be, because like I said, I'm so on it during the day and I always have these like memories that pop up or good ideas or realizations and so it is okay for you to have those realizations of course you don't need to have an empty mind but it's kind of having that curious and just like chill vibe with it and trusting that whatever you remember in that moment is going to come back to you for a reason and when you remember that instead of getting stressed about oh my god am I going to remember this or you know I need to write this down or I need to take action on it now it's really saying to yourself this like idea or this inspiration or this thing that I just remembered has come to me for a reason and it's going to come back to me as soon as I step out of here I will know what to do and it's just about creating that space to give yourself the um you know ability to remember that thing again so I wanted to talk actually today about something else um as I wanted to give you a little rundown of my week but Um, as well. But what I wanted to talk today was about self-control and is self-control a good thing in order to, you know, be at peace with your body and to have a healthy routine and to have a good relationship with food. And I used to really think that self-control was the be all and end all. I used to blame myself for not having enough self-control and willpower when I would binge or when I would overeat or when I was out with friends and everyone else was eating and I would just keep eating and keep eating. And I felt like I was the only one that was eating a lot of food and I would really beat myself up and blame myself for that. And if you've listened to me on my Instagram stories, um, follow me and as by on IG if you haven't already, but I know a few of you have because I love hearing your feedback. I love when you dive into my DMs and tell me all the things that you're learning from this podcast. 
Um, if you've been listening to me, you will know that I don't really believe in lack of willpower or being lazy or procrastinating. What this all is, because those words are ways that we abuse ourselves, that we're so mean to ourselves, right? You would never say that to your friend if they like slept in to go f- to, instead of going for a workout. You wouldn't be like, oh my God, you are so lazy. Like yet we, f- for some reason, think that we're, should say that to ourselves and beating ourselves up is a positive way to get change or you know if we if if our friend like ate double the biscuits that they were planning on would we say to them oh you're so lazy and greedy and I can't believe you would do that like why don't you have more self-control what's wrong with you but yet we say that to ourselves and we can be so violent and harsh to ourselves so this is a little reminder for you to show yourself the same compassion and kindness that you would to other people we are so harsh on ourselves consistently and I hear this every single day from my clients and it doesn't have to be like that often we feel like we need to beat ourselves up in order to make sure that we change. Otherwise, if I don't beat myself up, then I'm not going to actually change. But that's not the case at all. When you give yourself compassion, when you're kind to yourself, it means that you can actually create change from a place of abundance, from love and acceptance from yourself. Imagine how differently you would respond to you eating a little bit of extra food if you respected yourself and you showed yourself compassion. Because if you showed yourself compassion, oh, okay, I ate extra biscuits. That's all good. What I'm going to do is just make sure tomorrow I'm going to get up and go back into my normal routine, not go into restriction because we know that that is always going to lead to binge eating versus if you beat yourself up, what's more likely to happen is that you're going to exercise from a place of punishment and spite for what you've eaten. Then you're going to get really hungry from exercising more, but then you're trying to restrict and you're compensating by not eating carbs and then you're stuck in the cycle again. So instead, choose to respond with kindness. But that's why I don't believe in willpower or laziness because it comes basically from a place of not having the tools available in order to give yourself that compassion and to respond in a way that's actually going to initiate positive change. We get really stuck in thinking that things need to be hard and that I need to punish myself and struggle in order to get to where I want to be and in order to make sure that I don't make the same, and I say these in air quotes, mistakes, like as if eating too many biscuits is a mistake or a personal failure on your behalf it's absolutely not at all but I don't believe in self-control necessarily especially around food because we only have a finite capacity to exert self-control and what I mean by that is every single day we wake up in the morning with a finite ability to make decisions a finite amount of energy and within us to be able to decide on different things and if you think about how many different decisions how many you have to make during the day It's so overwhelming, especially in this crazy world we live in at the moment. And when we're on our phone and people are talking to us and we're at work and we're trying to decide what to have for lunch and when we should go to the gym and what we should wear and who we should speak to and what we should do with our lives and what our values are and what words we're using. And oh my God, there are so many decisions to be made. So of course, if we're relying solely on self-control and willpower to eat what we should be eating or eat like the healthiest food, It's not a reliable and sustainable tool to help us actually eat in a way that makes us feel good and in a way that's really nourishing. Instead, what we want to do is get really in tune with our body and actually be able to listen to what our body wants and create safety within our bodies so that we don't choose to eat food because we're scared we're not going to get that again. Or we eat food because we feel like, well, I'll get back on the bandwagon tomorrow, so I better just get rid of all of this food in front of me. 
The more that we can listen to our body and the more that we teach our body that it is safe to eat food, that we get access to whatever food whenever we want, the easier it will be to listen to when it's satisfied and to actually eat in moderation and in alignment with your body's true needs rather than eating from a place of fear, which always leads to restriction, which always leads to binge eating or overeating or um, overexercising and just getting stuck in that real up and down cycle, which just does not feel great, right? You know how good it feels when you're in that consistent routine, when you're going to the gym consistently, when you're sleeping consistently, when you're able to just eat in a way that makes you feel full, but not excessively full. And you're able to have treats and all of those different things like that in itself, being able to just carry that out and make small, consistent efforts every single day that already gives you a certain level of confidence but we make it so much harder on ourselves by trying to squeeze our diets into boxes and thinking I need to eat at this time I need to eat this snack and if I eat anything more then there's something wrong with me and I don't have self-control and why am I so lazy and we go down the spiral 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 so hold yourself back from that spiral and instead of thinking I'm lazy and I should have had more self-control ask yourself what were the mindsets and the thoughts that led to me eating the amount that I ate if it was something that I didn't expect and how can I make sure that I respond in a way that I can show my body that it's safe to eat that food whenever I want so that I feel safe to leave the food there so that I feel like I can actually listen to my body rather than eating from a place of fear and worry that I'm never going to get that food again which is what essentially leads us to overeating. So I've been eating ice cream. This is a little bit of a personal experience for you. Almost every single day for the past like couple of years, every single day is probably a bit of a stretch, but like, you know, a good four or five nights of the week, I'm eating ice cream because I convinced myself when I was a teenager to my early twenties that I didn't like ice cream. And there is some truth to that because I hate like plain vanilla ice cream. I hate plain chocolate ice cream. I am a texture gal. I love like cookies and bits and chewy bits inside of ice cream. So I didn't really like ever plain ice cream, but then I convinced myself, oh, well, because I knew that ice cream, well, because in my brain, I was like, ice cream is so unhealthy. And I, in my disordered eating days, I just didn't want to eat ice cream at all because then it would lead to me binge eating and I would have that all or nothing mindset and be like, well, if I've eaten ice cream, then I may as well eat an entire bag of lollies and then an entire bag of chocolate, then an entire bag of M&Ms and I would binge and wake up and feel sick in the morning. So I know what that feels like and I know it does not feel nice. Like firstly, because you're so full and secondly, you feel guilty about all of the food that you've eaten and you've in air quotes ruined your progress, which is not possible, right? And you can never fall off the bandwagon anyway. That's just a phrase that we, especially as women, but obviously, as I said, it's all everyone's included in this, um, used to beat ourselves up to try and get ourselves to our goals because we always feel like we need to punish ourselves to get to our goals. But like I was saying, I didn't eat ice cream for a really long time because I was always trying to diet and to lose weight and to eat as little as possible because I thought that that was my main purpose here on earth. And as you know, I've evolved quite a lot. But when I really let go of this idea of that there were good or bad foods, I started to really enjoy ice cream. And at first I would only eat those like diet ice creams, like Halo Top or like protein ice cream. And then I was like, you know what? I'm actually going to eat real ice cream because I really enjoy the taste of it. And so off I went on my ice cream safari. I would be eating Messina and absolutely enjoying it and allowing myself to get two scoops if I really wanted to, getting Ben and Jerry's and eating like half a pint in a night. I have been known to eat almost a whole pint in a night. Let me tell you, my stomach did not cope with that much dairy, but 
still worth it. Still enjoyed the experience. Didn't make myself feel guilty about it. Just had to eat slightly less dairy the next day. Um, and I would be eating whatever, like, you know, when I go to the shops now, I just think mm, I'm going to get whatever ice cream is on se- on um, special. So I might get like the picnic ice cream or the Milo ice cream or the connoisseur ice cream or whatever it is. And I've been really, or the Magnum ice cream. Oh my God. Obsessed. My, my sister and my mom have that every night as well. And they introduced me to that. So thank you. Um, So I've been doing that really consistently, but over the past couple of months, I've been getting a bit like just bored of it. I'm just like bored of ice cream. And so I will still buy some every second week or something like that. Or if I go out to dinner, I might go out and get ice cream because that feels a little bit more special. But now I don't have this fear of like when I don't have ice cream in the cupboard, I can just be like, oh, well, I'll just have it tomorrow. Whereas I used to be like, oh, my God, I really need ice cream. And then I'd walk to the shops and I'd get it for myself. And I'd be like, well, you know, I, I can have it. And I've gone for so long without having it. So I don't want to go a single other night without having it. And it literally used to feel like I couldn't relax until I'd had my ice cream or I felt like my stomach wasn't like capped and finished for the night until I had that ice cream. But now because I've been so consistently and so willingly giving myself full absolute full body permission to eat as much ice cream as I want. It's come to the point where I can value it and I enjoy it. And especially when I get to go to Messina, because that is life. But I'm also just like indifferent to it. If I don't have it in the cupboard, I'm like, "Mm, that's fine. I might just have like a McVitie, you know, with the chocolate on the back, or I might not have anything, or I'll just have a tea because I have a tea every single night before bed, a herbal tea, obviously don't want that caffeinated stuff because um, my sleep is super sensitive and it just feels like a really nice place to be. And it's not because I'm trying to exert self-control at all. Like that coming back to the essence of this podcast, it's not because I'm sitting there being like, you shouldn't eat the ice cream and you should be good and you shouldn't be eating those calories. And like you've been eating too much ice cream recently. No, it doesn't come from that at all. It's this real chill vibe of just knowing that I can eat ice cream whenever I want, but I don't need it and I don't have to rush it. And I'm, I can enjoy the moment and I can be present and I can watch TV and I can just do whatever I want and not be stressed about it and know that I can go and eat ice cream tomorrow. Like I've developed this real feeling of I guess you could say abundance around it of knowing that there is so much food there available for me. And that is such a beautiful privilege that I get to be at and I get to choose whenever I want to eat it and I don't have to rush to eat it. That definitely happened to me in the first like couple of months of healing my relationship with food. I was like always worried about being really hungry or if I was going out for more than a couple of hours, I'd be like, oh, like I, you know, am I going to be able to have a snack and are other people going to be hungry and how am I going to get food? Whereas now I can go for like a good couple of hours, not lol couple of hours so long I know um without even thinking about food or I don't get stressed about it or if I do get hungry and no one else is hungry that I'm out with I just go and buy a snack and it's like not a big deal so it's not about self-control at all it's about letting go of all of these rules that we have around food and really charging forth with this idea of constantly giving yourself that unconditional permission around food so that you can actually make a choice based off what your body wants in the moment rather than being like oh my god I've got to eat this food really really quickly if this podcast episode has resonated with you and you want that chill relationship with food as well then come and join me for the peaceful body project which is my eight-week program we are starting in mid-september the spots are selling out fast and I would absolutely love to have you as a part of this program if you've been listening to this episode and you're just like I need to learn how to do this as well as getting nutrition recommendations you will also be getting a tailored exercise plan mindset rituals and we do live weekly zoom calls for eight weeks so it's 
heaps of support and accountability. You've heard me talk about it before. So if you want more details, all you need to do is DM me on Instagram and we can have a chat all about it. Aside from that, if you could screenshot this episode, share it on your stories and tag me. I love to see who's listening to this and also where you're listening to it. Like if you're going on a walk or you're on the beach or you're at home or wherever, I would absolutely love to see where you're listening to this. Anyway, I am going to sign off for the day. It is a beautiful day here in Sydney. It's like 30 degrees. Um, I'm going to go eat my lunch outside in the sunshine before I have some one-on-one calls with my beautiful private clients. All right, bye. Bye.